grab yourself a drink and get ready for a little bit of bickering. I mean, podcasting. Oh, you mean podcasting magic? Um, who's doing the magic and who's getting tricked? Wait, that's the Halloween episode. No, and magic. Never mind. You're the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. <laughs> and today, what are we talking about, Daddy? Uh, we are talking about fear and sex. And I had a bunch of fear right there because I forgot how to do the podcast for a second. <laughs> it's this. Oh, Daddy, this is season three. Thank God someone knows We're what they're doing. We're in season three. <laughs> season three. Welcome to season three again, if this is again. Uh, today, we are just going to... Bring it on back. Bring it bring it back to the, the brand new year. How's your new year starting, Daddy? It's actually going really well. Really? Um, oh, it's just been stressful recently for me. Oh. Well, I just meant like the news. And- oh, well, yeah, I wasn't going to get heavy, but yeah, yeah that's just been <laughs> sucky. <laughs> but my personal life's been good. But well, good. Um, Let's stick to the personal life. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> the whole world is blowing up around us. Again, back to the personal life? <laughs> What have you been up to? What's the 411? You guys keep me young. Right now I'm doing a lot of projects. I like to do, I like to build things. So I am knee deep in shelving projects. I don't know that knee deep is the right term. Knee deep always sounds messy. Never mind. Never mind. It's the right term. Oh. Because I'm doing a lot of lifting. I love that one better. Um, So today's topic though. Uh, just uh, not a trigger warning, maybe just a little bit of a content warning. We're going to be talking about things that have scared us, um, talking about fear as a kink, talking about how fear can affect our sex lives. So if there's anything that might be triggering in that and in our experiences, whether they're good or bad, um, we're not going to get crazy. But I just want to just throw that out there so that people have that warning before they listen. Yeah. And and fear actually sometimes is Good and fun during kink, too. But can still evoke emotions in some people that might not have been ready for that kind of discussion. Of course. But (laughs) (laughs) it also drives your adrenaline. Why do you like uh, going on a roller coaster, for instance? Because it's terrifying. Much like Exactly, which is fear. What you're going to say next, because I never know what's coming next. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your fear, what I'm going to (laughs) say? No, this is the fear of what you're going to say. Oh, you're not supposed to talk during the music bits. <laughs> Daddy, what what is your okay. tea today? So talk, don't talk, don't yeah. Uh, so <laughs> my tea is poinsettias. What? I can't wait. I can't wait to hear the poinsettia of this conversation. <laughs> what is the deal with poinsettias? So who are you, Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Field? <laughs> Felt. Oh, sorry. Um, so, you know, they sell them as a Christmas plant, right? Which is supposed to be indoors, and you only have them for a freaking month. So, because they're red and they're blooming and they look Christmassy, I guess. Anyway, so I got two poinsettias all through December that you probably saw in the show a, a couple of times because they're in the backgrounds and like is, pr- props. Is, is multiple poinsettia still poinsettia or poinsettas? Poinsettas. Okay, continue. So my poinsettas, <laughs> God. And if you had four, would it be poinsettas? Tatas? Like, like tatas? <laughs> like tatas. Um, poinsettatas? 
No. So would it be a point set of point Whose tea is this? <laughs> it's still warm, Daddy. Go. So every time I come over here, more and more leaves were falling and it started getting droopy and stuff. And this is just two weeks in. So I get that a live Christmas tree, you know, the needles fall off because it's drying out and stuff. But I gave those fuckers water and care and attention and da da da. And they still, by the, after Christmas, they were just like drooping, right? Yeah. I threw them outside in the backyard just so I didn't have to throw them in the trash. And now they're taking off. They like love it out there. <laughs> so my question is, why is this the Christmas plant? Because clearly it doesn't like being inside. It sounds like the point setting of my apartment was not ideal for them. Well, maybe maybe that's because you have a cave. Maybe it didn't have enough light. <gasps> I mean, Daddy, oh, that, is literally, that is literally the point of a plant. <laughs> it, needs, it needs light and water oh, to grow. I was only doing the water part. Yeah, no, okay, well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you solved it. Thank you. Oh my god, I could not figure out what's going on with those fuckers. <laughs> See, I'm not here all the time, and when I'm not here, I don't realize you never open your curtains ever. And that was Dad T. Thank you, Daddy. So much. Uh, let's get some applause for Dad. Wow. Oh my. Oh no. Oh my God. Oh, they're throwing poinsettias onto the the stage. Oh my God. Thank you. Because they're so Thank happy you. to have the Why spotlight. Why are they all dead? <laughs> they like light. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Well, that was a terrifying conversation because I wasn't sure how you were going to turn it on me and make it all about how terrible <laughs> I am. But you did it. You did it. You, you volunteered that one. I no, never I would have known. Know. I'm just kidding. But that, what, right. that was just a segue into fear. Oh, dun, yeah. I was afraid dun, the poinsettias were going to die forever. And they didn't. They're still alive. Yeah. But the poinsettia of today's topic is it's fear. You fear. were afraid they were going to die. I was afraid they would never leave. No. Uh <laughs> And I think that you can't talk about sex, sex education, and fear without first also giving a caveat that just because some people don't have sex doesn't, or don't want to have sex or don't have an attraction to sex does not mean they're afraid of it. Asexual people do exist. We stand, right? Yeah. How, how much do we stand? All the way up. Well, no. When you stand, you don't have to actually physically move. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's like an emotion. Oh. Um, you might hype it. Hype, hype. <laughs> stand, stand. I'm just going to go high with my For voice. For those that didn't this. get that reference, just go watch our Twitch uh, of late and you'll understand the hype. Uh, hype, hype. Oh, okay, stop. <laughs> he hates it because I do it right in his ear. <laughs> anyway, along with sex, there is actual people that are afraid of sex. Yeah, of having it. Yes, of having yes. it for a number of reasons. Can you think of any that some people might have? Uh, being brought up thinking it was wrong or shameful. Yeah, like a phobia or stigma that they were kind of raised with, mm -hmm. which we are we or are super religious. Yeah, and we're very much against that. Like we want people to be sex positive, to have res like not only the power but the knowledge about their bodies. Um, we stand the cock destroyers, which now Daddy knows about. Oh my God, I love the cock destroyers. I know, now. right? I thought they did such a good job. Wait, so uh, just a little sneak peek. Blow job. What? Such a good job. Blow job. Ah! ah. I got one. I got a pun in. You gotta See, get one. I in. snuck it in. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it wasn't that sneaky. It was a low I felt blow. It. <laughs> <laughs> 
he went low and I feel like I'm a little high right now. Anyway, um, so we, some people do get that internalized stigma, maybe even like being raised that way. I know my, my uprising, uh, uprising, your uprising, up, are you having uprising. an uprising? Um, my <laughs> upbringing was very uh, religious to, to say same. Yeah. And I was taught like, and I was a gay teenager and I was taught homosexuality was wrong. So mm-hmm. I was scared of sex to begin with. I'm very intrigued by it, but scared of it. Yeah. And that's, that's why the religious people are some of the kinkiest fuckers out there. I think some people are also scared of not doing it right or knowing how to do it. Yeah. So they don't, they just attempt not to, cause they don't want to look foolish or it's like your first kiss. Insecurity. How, how nervous say. were you with the, your ner- first kiss and why? Oh, if we're getting into the personal fears already. Um, oh, also before I answer that question, did you kiss a girl, a guy, a person first? What, oh, what was your, I totally, so a senior in high school, I was a junior. Beth. I love personal stories. Um, Her I name think is Beth. Yeah. <gasps> Can you say that? Beth, are you listening? Are you I, a fan I, of the show? I, I, I hope I can you say are. Her last name too. <laughs> um, so she invited me to the prom, and of course, that was a big deal going to prom. Yeah, I, as, especially as a, especially with Beth. Wow. Uh, well, I wasn't even a senior yet <gasps> in high school. So, and oh, she let, Beth. and I had just gotten my driver's license, and she let me drive, and my parents weren't letting me drive at all. So I was like feeling like big man, and then I had my your princess next to me and then uh and it was like a huge oldsmobile it was a huge car um so when i dropped her off at the end of the night actually she dropped me off at my house because it was her car (laughs) so we sat in the driveway and i was like i was terrified because a i knew i was gay oh b i thought she wanted to have sex Mm -hmm. which who knows if she did or not but and I didn't know what to do. So, and she kind of instigated it. And I just went in to kiss. She went in to kiss. And I didn't know, am I supposed to use my tongue? What? Do, oh, what do, oh, not on the first date, Daddy. Oh, my God. I don't what know. were you thinking? I've never kissed somebody oh, else I know, romantically. I know, I, know, I know. So, I don't remember if I used my tongue or not. Um, I just remember it being the most awkward moment of my life. Yeah. I So... Same. I also had a, a, I went to prom with a girl and uh, it was awkward and I knew I was gay and it was, she was lovely. Like we, we both loved snowboarding together. I mean, I was very, very young still. So, but I knew I was gay um, and it was very religious setting. So all that to say, Maria, you were great. Lovely, lovely girl. Wasn't your fault. It's not you. It's me. You once kissed a girl <laughs> named Maria. There's got to be something about Maria, right? <laughs> yeah. The hills are alive <laughs> with fear. So some people uh, are raised religious and have this stigma. Some people might be insecure or might not feel like they're good enough, which, again, you are valid. Uh, some people might have a bad experience that's kind of set them off on the right or wrong. or Sorry, on the wrong foot, not the right foot. And then I'm trying to think of other ways that people just, I mean, again, some people are asexual, and that doesn't mean they're afraid. Yeah, I think with the bad experience thing, yeah, if your first time or if you had someone who was abusive, then you you wouldn't want to have sex after that. Yeah, I, absolutely. I could totally get that. 
And that's you'd not your scared. fault. And you'd be scared of being open, being able to love again, or yeah, anything. yeah. And that's a that's a huge fear right there. Is like getting close to someone. I I, I fear that every time I meet someone new. I mean, ah, Do you fear where'd you come from? Close to me right now? No, I no, but that's because I com- I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. Um, but there is this. It's called erotophilia, the fear of sex. Okay. Not the fear of cars, although I could see why some people thought that. <laughs> don't 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 drive off a cliff. Hong Kong. <laughs> Hi pipe. No, that's when is when the six year olds grab uh, boobs and go Hong Kong autophilia. <laughs> anyway, did you also know that there's climacophilia, and it is the sexual arousal from watching someone fall down a flight of stairs. Okay, that seems completely off topic. Well, I was doing some research about the fear of things, and one of the weirdest fear-based kinks was this one, climacophilia, which actually sounds like an STI, but we're going to... So wait a second. The kink is watching someone fall down the stairs or or being afraid someone's going to fall down the stairs? You really escalated that quickly? Both. (laughs) One step at a time. One step at a time. You're getting ahead of me in the script? No. Um, I'm still confused. It's either what they're afraid someone's going to fall uh, fall down the stairs, or they actually fall down the stairs. There, there's fear involved because it's a scary kink, but they get turned on by watching someone fall down the stairs or falling down the stairs. It is their kink. Okay, so they're not scared it's going to happen. They might be, but that's what makes it fun. So, like okay. with, and that that's a great segue, Daddy, into fear kink itself. Like, there's tons of kind of like looning. Yeah, exactly. Being scared of the balloon popping. Looning is a, a kink for popping balloons or just balloons in general. But some people are called poppers, not to be confused with <laughs> poppers, <laughs> where they get so much adrenaline from that anticipation that they're just turned on. And that that's part of the kink for them. Other people, that anticipation of it about to pop, like drives them crazy in a bad way. Like me. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I hate balloons being popped in my face. But fear, Which fear play it itself. You better not have any balloons. <laughs> I don't. Have I'm gonna pop right off. <laughs> but fear play, daddy, it is a normal thing and gets worked into a lot of kinks, right? Like, for instance, can, what can you think of with fear play? Um. Well, looning just came to mind. Uh, I use fear a lot as a motivator because I'm into protocols and uh, I do a lot of role play in my sex life. Um, so having a boy scared of not pleasing you or doing the tasks you assign them to do. So the sub is afraid they're going to fuck up and get punished. I mean, I'm over that. Secretly, I'm over that feeling. They but secretly want it, but they... Uh, sounds like an inconvenience to me. What do you mean? I'm, I'm, trying, to juxtapose, <laughs> I'm trying to juxtapose what you just said because I am technically your sub. Oh, <laughs> anyway, you were correct. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm afraid uh, I might have derailed you, but the fear for some people is a kink to them wanting to make sure that they, they please you, but they're also kind of turned on by not pleasing you because then other things happen. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I know I was finishing your thought. You're oh, welcome. You. <laughs> I pay attention for some people though. It's also, it's, it's the unknown. It's the, the fear of, not knowing something that can also be exciting where in masochism, you're getting like endorphin uh, masochism has fear as well too. But with a lot of kinks, you have endorphins, your, your, your energy is being built up by endorphins and these, uh, you know, actions and reactions 
where fear play is about anticipation and about adrenaline. Adrenaline. Yeah. So you now, now if you can combine those two in a BDSM scene. Who needs coffee? Holy crap. <laughs> it's better than drugs. It's well, a, okay, it's a natural, well, it's a natural high. Your body is creating adrenaline and Correct. endorphins and it's making you ah have like orgasmic feelings. Would you say you were getting hyped? <laughs> I sure. <laughs> Hype, hype, hype! There you go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you have to, you have to do things. You're, if it's your thing, you have to do me it. Jump from so many topics. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you ever been on our podcast? Yeah, I mean, we just talked we about our off, first we kiss, off track which really I didn't quick. expect, but Perfectly. I appreciated it. No, t- well, today's topic is fear, so I would love to know. This seems like a good jumping off point. What are some of the kinks that you've ever been afraid of? Are still afraid of? you're excited by because they're scary? Um, so I guess the first one, and it was something I had fantasized about, was uh, whipping. Um, mm. Because, you know, a lot of the porn I beat off to was like subs and slaves getting whipped. It just was hot to me. I, I loved it. I loved it when it was in movies like the Wild Wild West and, and that kind of thing. But I didn't want to feel it on myself because I was like, that's going to be very painful and I don't think I can take the pain. So I was really scared to do that. Um, And so my first experience with it actually wasn't that great, but it it was kind of like you when you have that. um, I did a Zeus film uh, and I was only 21. I had never been whipped before. Zeus, for those that don't know, is like kind of early kink. Yeah, BDSM porn. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to do this scene where the three three guys were tied arm to arm looking at each other. And this guy comes and tears your shirts off and whips your back. Oh. Well, I found the concept hot, but I was terrified of the actual day. I agreed to it because I wanted to do it, but I was terrified of what the feeling was going to be. Yeah. So, and (laughs) it was painful. It was fucking painful. And because I wasn't in a sexual mood and we were doing this for art, we were doing this for a thing. I didn't enjoy my first experience at all. But sorry, was this, and I might've missed this detail. Was this the very first time you'd been whipped at all? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I did it on film. For the first time. With new people. With new people. Someone you didn't really know I wasn't, for the first time. I wasn't bonded with anyone. You really do enjoy fear. And pain. <laughs> when, when, I, when I try something, I really do it. <laughs> and actually, that, that's a, that reminds me of the first time I did a kink video with kink.com. Um, it was with new people. It, was, it wasn't the first video I'd ever done in the adult industry, but it was one of the first. So there were a lot of firsts involved. It was with... And I'll talk about the people in it because it was a good experience. But it was with Conor McGuire, who at the time was like the hottest thing. Stoned. Oh, and st- yes. And <laughs> this isn't shade or tea, but it was. He literally is 24 hours stoned. <laughs> He's a lovely guy. So attractive. Google him, but have your safe search on so that you don't see anything you shouldn't. No. Um, Conor McGuire. It was with King.com. I had never met any of the directors. And we weren't working at the Armory, which is that big castle. We were actually doing it on set in Oakland at some random like auto shop, like someone's garage that they did um, motorcycles out of. Like literally there was a half pipe in this garage 
a like a full-on uh, garage that you could work on a car and a motorcycle, and then a little bedroom in the back that looked like it was run down. It looked like an actual like horror film set, kind of. And we were going to have sex in it. Yeah. My first time on Fun. camera. Yeah. Being tied up. And my co-star, who I thought at the time didn't like me, so I was afraid of that, um, was just really stoned and completely aloof and not paying attention to me whatsoever, but that kind of made it hot because I was the sub in the scene and getting tied up, so... Yeah. So, and that's what I was referring to because you kind of had the same experience of doing something for the first time on camera. Um, that and, included and pain. Not, but I, I will say that the guy who whipped us in that uh, film, uh, Fred Katz, um, <laughs> he, I went to New York and saw him the week later. K A T Z, not K C A T Z. No, no, no. I just wanted to interlude real quick. Sorry. Um, the name of that film, I distinctly remember it was called Smells Like Fear because one at one point I'm hiding in the back room and Connor just busts the door open. He's like uh, an officer or a security guard and he, and he just goes, smells like fear. So you, you, you should have done that clip for this show. That would have been perfect. Uh, anyway, cats. Anyway, so I flew to New York and... Now I've gotten to know him a little bit and he tied me to his St. Andrew's cross. And, and so he, he was, cause he knew it wasn't because it was all for show. Um, and there's a difference between when we do scenes, BDSM scenes on camera and then in real life. Um, he gently built me up with a flogger and then he actually went up to a single tail in that session. And I was, it blew my mind. And then I was addicted to being whipped. Oh. Did yeah. you say fear is addicting? Um, I think conquering a fear, uh, you like that feeling. Sure. So you've proven to yourself that you don't have to be afraid of it anymore. Yeah. It's very liberating. Yeah. Fear of the unknown. The next single from Frozen 3. Which, to be fair, Frozen 2 did have a leather and kink moment. Do you remember that? When she's like, "Ooh, you look At better." And you look leather. better in leather. I remember that. I think it yeah. was Anna talks to Kristoff. It's the best line of the movie. Oh, talk about a Chris. I wouldn't mind. Oh, Kristoff, he's handsome. <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of fear, I do remember the first time, and it wasn't a porn. I'd obviously been tied up before doing any scenes with kink.com, but I remember one of the first times getting tied up, and because I was new to the the, the scene at the time, this is forever ago. I don't even know what year. Um, I do remember the first time doing a scene with someone where I got tied up and I didn't really know them well. Like I knew that they were active in the scene, which I'm just going to tell you guys right now, like don't, don't do as I say, don't do as I do, do as I say. Um, because back then I didn't know about like having references. I didn't know about like having a friend that you text and say like, Hey, I'm going to get tied up. If I don't show up the next day, it's this person, you know, that kind of thing. Always have a safety measures in place when you're playing with someone for the first time. Again, I didn't have this kind of education or material so i didn't know to do that anyway terrified to m of my life like he didn't tie me up tons but it was enough that i was like i could probably not get up from this if i really wanted to but the guy was really nice again if there were red flags as i was kind of meeting him at the coffee shop and then going to his place i probably wouldn't have done that but it was still scary because you don't know what someone's thinking especially someone yeah. you've just met yeah but you're also turned on and horny and you want to like have that scene because when you haven't been tied up before, like, do you remember 
the kind of that anticipation, that want, that yeah, of course. sexual tension. You want to please the other person too. Oh, I want to please myself first. Let's be <laughs> honest. No, I mean like having never been tied up before. That sure. first time of doing a kink, even with fear, the the want and the pleasure overpowers. Overrode the fear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that I mean, you have to be careful with that. You have to be right because you don't want to do something dangerous. But also, you want to do something dangerous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like it's, it's a double a fine edge. line. It's literally a double a, edged sword. You're walking a fine line there. Yes. But and that's why it's edge play. Exactly. So you're on the edge, Daddy. What is edge play besides um, a great single that Lady Gaga could have written, but she went for <laughs> Edge of Glory no. on the edge, on the edge of edge, edge play. <laughs> um, well, kind of edging is. It depends on which kind of edging you're talking about. I'm talking about like fear play, edge play. Right. Okay. Uh, so some of the edge play is by uh, like knives and sharp objects and uh possibly things. like a consensual non-consent using a certain word that we're not going to use because we don't want to get like flagged for saying certain words sure but a lot of people use that kind of kink as well as transformative as healing not a replacement for therapy but as a very therapeutic experience because they're getting to work through something that they might have you know been traumatized by or maybe have a little bit of like PTSD. So that is a, a positive aspect of edge play. Yeah. But you also have to be conscious of those things so that you don't trigger someone. Yeah, you know, of course. Because that that is a fine line. There's, there's landmines everywhere. Regardless if it's kink or not, there's, la there's always landmines in people's lives. That's why it's always important to go slow. Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe having a, d a dowsing rod. Like, you know those rods that you... A what? You know those rods that you put in front of you and they go like that when... When, when they find water? Or ghosts. Oh, so if you find ghosts or bombs in your sex life, avoid both of them. Oh, I thought that was that was for what finding I'm water. Sure it's for water. Oh, but okay. I was just making a joke. <laughs> Sorry. The, the ghosts don't they have the the ghost hunters have a whole different like headpiece like technology. Yes, they use their Oculus Rifts. Yes, <laughs> that's what ghost hunters look for. So. No, <laughs> although if you want to see us be ghost hunter, I've always wanted to do. This has nothing to do with fear, although it's also about fear. Good Ooh, segue. I'm afraid of ghosts. Go, 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 go. Are you afraid of a ghost? I ain't scared of no ghost. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I I get spooked, but I also love horror movies, and you don't. Hate, so hate them because I don't like that kind of fear. I I and I, it's I more blood and guts too. I just don't in really yeah. enjoy seeing yeah. dismemberment like you do. Um, it just it's. Too gory for me. <laughs> Daddy, have you ever seen a ghost? I think is the most important question. I did, and we talked about this on the oh, uh, Halloween right. the little episode. creepy girl, right? Yeah. Oh, but but that's a yeah. If you that's a whole another go episode. listen to the Halloween episode. That one yeah. went off the rails as well, but in a lovely way. Right. Um, what but, else have you been scared of? Well, I've to try. As far as it goes with like pain kinks. I've definitely had my moments of fear there, but after doing a few kink scenes, you kind of get that all out of the way after you've hung upside down from a cross, after you've almost fainted and passed out while tied physically up in the air, after you've had your head down, ass up literally, See, your head driven into the mud and like... So you, you, you talk about all these and all of these mm -hmm. these experiences that were not pleasurable all happened on camera. Yes. We need to try these off camera and see if you have a different reaction. I'm afraid of doing that though. <laughs> um, no, I would. I've done some some impacty play stuff. In fact, one of my first impact play scenes, 
um, was with a pro dom who didn't really know how to pro dom someone properly. Or I think a lot of it had to do with, um, it was our first, we went to like dinner and drinks and we had a lovely time. We felt each other out and it was feeling really good. And then they were a pro dom. So obviously they know how to flip the switch. They had, they were part of a, an official like dungeon in downtown Seattle, like this hidden, Mm -hmm. like speakeasy dungeon place that all the pro doms used. So I was impressed, but then it it ramped up too quickly and it got too much into the pain and not enough into the impact or into the bondage and the, the fun, pleasurable stuff. Right. And it really scared me away from impact play for a, a while. So that's what it is. So I, I've always wondered what, what it was. Um, well, I'm, I've gotten over it since doing kink stuff. Sure. I might've even used the kink as like a form of like getting over that. But, but, but you're hitting on a really good point here. Sometimes fears are hitting. found fears are founded um because when you're young you want to try everything and you want to push yourself into the don't go too fast and don't go with someone who doesn't know what they're doing but how do you know that until you try them sure so um a lot of it's trial and error but just go slow and that is my biggest fear as a dom myself is that i will go too fast and scare someone away Fear of the unknown. So, yeah. No, I get that. And and that's why it's important to ramp up and feel out your partner and just like touch and get to know them and go slowly. Yes. People that aren't watching this can't see that Do, I'm slowly. Don't tie, don't tie them to a tree and whip their ass on the first yeah, date. <laughs> Daddy learned that the first, the first time. So he never did that again, which... What did you learn from that, Daddy? I, I learned don't hit the puppy. Yes, especially if he was being good. Um, so impact play can be scary. You really want to unpack this? <laughs> no. Are you, are, you're not afraid of that? No. You move, you move past things though, hopefully, and you, you get stronger and better because yeah. you have new experiences. And that's why I always say you need to try something at least twice. Obviously, if the first time you're totally turned off by it or not, you just don't need it or it wasn't even like bad experience, but you just didn't enjoy it. You don't need to try it a second time, but dynamics and settings and your own mental awareness and every little single bit from the paint colors on the wall to the smell of the person to what you're drinking that night can adjust your mood and can affect that. So it's important to try things more than once if you're, if you want to actually try it. Yeah. Speaking of you smell very, no, I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You smell lovely. Rude. You smell like vanilla in your not vanilla shirt. <laughs> Was that a subtle plug? Today's sponsor is us. No. <laughs> not vanilla. Meanwhile, I'm wearing a, you, if you're watching this on Patreon uh, or the Twitch, I'm wearing a blesh shirt. Daddy, do you know who this is? Um, Is that from the Golden Girls? Actually, it does kind of look like Golden Girls. No, it's <laughs> Granny. It's Granny. The Twitch people will understand, um, but not many other people. Got it. Anyway, that that's our apparels tonight. Thank you for enjoying our looks, even if you're only listening to this. But if you'd like to get your own looks, you can go to saferitshop.com, the sponsor of today's episode, us, where you can get all <laughs> sorts of cool merch with Daddy's face. Ooh, we've got some sweet, my sweet face. ones coming out for Valentine's Day, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, sweet flavors are on the horizon. Sweet teas for your sweet tea. Oh, <laughs> good one. Wait, you get a little applause for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good job, Daddy. Good job. Okay. Anyway, sponsor aside, fear comes in many forms and it, c- it can be combated though with yeah. experience, with 
yeah, that's positive people? Definitely with experience and and trying it and finding out that you like it. So, like, for instance, when I moved, my first job was managing the Rob of Amsterdam store in San Francisco. And in, that was back in 1992. And um, we were selling electricity and electrical units. So... I learned all the talking points on it and I could show people how it worked and it was kind of fun because you would just shock them on their arms. And But even that shock terrified me of doing it on myself. So I was really scared sure. to even try it because I didn't know how that would make me feel. It just, I, I didn't like, actually, I didn't like the feeling on my arm, truthfully. Oh. So anyway... But so I was playing and, and when I moved to San Francisco, I met a lot of really good players. Um, some of them I gained trust with. And so um, I used to play a lot. And there was this one dungeon session when I was strapped down and hooded and blindfolded. And just this top was playing me like a piano. So pleasure, pain, pleasure, pain, pleasure all over my body. And then there's one point there was something going on on my and and when you're in a hood and you're euphoric you have no idea what he's doing what he's using anything so there was this one point where my balls were tingling and i thought he was using one of those what's the wheel called that looks like a spur on the back of cowboy boots the um, pin, pinwheels yeah a pinwheel yeah. yeah so i thought that's what he was using on my balls um so at the end of the session, um, I asked him what that was because I could not place what it was. And he's like, oh, it was an electric cock ring. I was like, oh. oh. Actually, that felt pretty good. Shocking. <laughs> that was, I was shocked. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so I guess maybe had he had told me ahead of time, I probably would have been anxious about it. And mm. it could have been a buzzkill for me because I would have been like, do I tell him I don't want to do that? And a buzz. I, yeah. <laughs> Would you say you're a little bit more current with it now? Oh, Jesus. And I, I believe that those are actually called uh, Wartenberg wheels. Wartenberg. That was the word I was looking for. That Thank was you. not the word you were looking for. It was. For. It really? Did it you really know the was. actual term for that? Yes. Oh, okay. Sure you did. Sure you did. Uh, anyway, what are, are there other kinks that kind of come to mind as far as fear? When it comes to pain, I think I've, I've already kind of talked about the, the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to pain, but I think that there's a lot of kinks that scared me in a humiliating or degrading way, which I, I ca mm. classify as a different thing. Yeah. Cause like some people are into the fear and anticipation and the danger, but I would still say humiliation has a fear. That is fear. Yeah. Because actually the one kink I've never tried and I'm afraid to <gasps> is, what? is ABDL diapers. <gasps> oh, I actually have a story. That's one oh, of my, yeah? one of my stories. Um, okay. Again, years and years and years ago, Back uh, when the the safe word podcast, no safe word podcast, yeah. good good friends of the show. They've never been on the show, and I don't think the podcast exists anymore, and I don't know why. But they probably maybe because you got didn't burnt have out on the show. <gasps> Rude. <laughs> um, no, I I I had been to their show many times, as did a bunch of other sex experts. So shout out to Daddy Tony, uh, Mikey, Sparky, and the crew from No Safe Word. I hope you guys are doing well. I actually just heard from Tony not too long ago, but anyway. We love you guys. And it was a night where one of the guests was a an expert on diaper play. But they also always had this uh, 
this audience. And so I knew most of the people that always attended. It was this fun, like, it was like a weekly munch, pretty much, where they filmed Did, the podcast. Didn't they have, like, a board, a, a bondage board in the middle? Because yeah. I, I was on that show once, too. And, yep. and yeah. Oh, they, it was a full experience. It was a whole experience. Okay. Like, there, there's pictures somewhere. Maybe we'll post some on the, the, the website Why or something. Why can't we do that? I would love to have a bondage board here. We and can't we could have a bondage board if we're going to stream things tie, and do it on Tie time. a hot no. sub up as we talk. That would make the the, the, the conversation more stimulating, not that, we I could think. Not, no? We could not film that and post it on the places. That How'd we, they do anyway, it? They didn't post it on... They didn't Online. post it. They didn't like, post video. Uh, it's, they weren't in it for the video. Only talking. Yeah, it was only talking, okay. and then they would kind of they would have audio of the sub. If you want to put a sub under the table, maybe that's oh. just making us drinks here in front of us. That I'm I'm down for that. Can we change your desk to a cage? Sure. And just lock them in. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I have the weirdest apartment. But then how Let will they fetch story. drinks? Let okay, me tell my ahead. story. Okay, you were on anyway, No Safe Word Podcast. I wasn't go on ahead. it, but I was there. And uh, one of my good friends, who was a puppy, offered to put me in a diaper. And I was like, ah, I'm not, it's not my thing. I want, I don't want, there's a fear of like being made fun of for it because of course there was when I was first getting into kink. There's a fear of like, I don't know that I want to be into this, but there's also a fear of like, being, I don't even know what ABTL play at. is. Yeah, they're all going to so laugh being at you. Laughed at, yeah. Um, no, but but there was also a fear of stigma, obviously, but also, are people going to think I'm into like babies, which is not what ABDL is, obviously. ABDL is adult, adults only, adult babies or diaper lovers. You don't have to be a baby to just love a, a diaper, you know. But I didn't understand that because I was still very new to the scene, so there was fear involved with that. But I ended up, I tried it on, um, and I didn't hate it. I mean, it was cute, but it wasn't my thing. And that's okay. But hmm. that was a long time How ago. How old were you? Um, I want to say it was at least eight or nine years ago. I was probably like 21, 22. Yeah. So when you first came out. It was a, yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And, and when you're, I mean, it's kind of like entering, when you when you come come out for the first time and you're that young everything is so fresh and yeah. new that it, it yeah it's overwhelming and kinks i still didn't really understand tons of kinks at that time i knew i loved bondage and puppy play but even getting into puppy play at first i was like does this mean i like actual dogs no people will still have that assumption because people are terrible and the stigma that gets shot out there by like internet people trying to shock and awe and talk about people that are into no puppy play animal role play is role play it is role play. There's no animals involved. Animals cannot consent. And people will still try to twist anything you do or say about it and stigmatize it. And that is a fear. Like that is fear because those people were raised a certain way or have certain beliefs that are very close minded. And I think that fear, if you want to like really get into it, is fear of not knowing something of other people and what they do and not what we do. But what they do, whether it's behind or in front of closed doors, that's bad because it's something that someone else is doing. Like, it's what we what, what we project on other people a lot of times too. Sure. Yeah. But We're that that was my diaper experience. Oh. Do you want to you want to put on a diaper? Um, I still don't know. It depends. Jesus. <laughs> Every time, and we're not <laughs> never we're not, gets old. Again, we are not making fun of diaper lovers. We are making fun with, and I have nothing but respect for for the ABDL people that I know. The companies like ABU who makes diapers. I think there's Tykables. Like I'm very aware of all the companies and people because I think that that's important not only as a resource, but they do a lot of good as well. They donate money to charities. They help people out. They make sure that they normalize kinks that are not hurting anyone. So 
We we stan. Stan. <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> Typing and standing is two different things. I can't stand <laughs> it. See, now you're using stand. Don't confuse me. <laughs> no, that was stand with a D. I know. Um, not stan with an N. Stan. I know. But every time you say stan, I hear stan. Not to be confused with stans from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, with our, which are like their, their spirits Please that they fight with. Stop confusing me right now. What? You don't like jo, jo, JoJo's <sighs> Bizarre Adventure? Do, were, are you afraid of anime? Is that why? I'm afraid of you. Good. <laughs> Jesus. Are there any other fears that come to mind, though, for you? Uh, before we before we start going down the hype hill, um, the 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 kinks that I was afraid of. That w- yes, that um, was the question. Okay, uh, <laughs> so I was really afraid of using icy hot during a scene. Because that's very specific. Well, it was only after I <laughs> witnessed someone have the most extreme reaction to it that I was terrified to ever try it on myself. And so it was, I was, I is a three way, and the top, and I, I, I think I was the other sub. Um, and you think. Yeah, no. <laughs> you have to remember, I've had a lot of sex, and oh, I, okay, I'm fair, old. Fair, fair, fair. So Sorry. this was like 20 years ago. It's not a matter of remembering or not. It was a matter of I thought you were unsure if you were the sub or the dom, which is a whole other. I, I kind of was for a second, <laughs> oh. but then I realized it became clear in my mind. See, my memories they get unfuzzier anyway, as I start to talk. Continue. I believe. Um, you. I believe you're such a top. You're such a top. Oh my god, you look like a top so I was, today. I was subbing. It was two subs. I was tied on one side, and the other sub was uh, tied, and we could, and and we were facing each other. Um, and the dom started rubbing icy hot on the sub's oh. balls, and the other sub scream. I will. I've never heard someone scream so loud and in such pain and agony. It's destroyed the scene they had oh, to, they had to no. stop untie us both i mean the dom was good and aftercare and all all of that so that was good it wasn't a negative experience for me but definitely for the other stuff it was. <laughs> and so uh, the rest of the evening was just dealing with the fallout from that um yeah. So I never wanted to try it, even though I kind of fantasized that it would be a hot thing, you know, putting Icy Hot in the jocks, jock strap in the locker room. Well, you love hazing. I love hazing. So again, the, so. the, the fear was overridden by your uprising. No, f- by the, 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 uh, the sex appeal. You wanted to have that scene. I did, but after seeing that, I'm like, nope. I put it off my list. It's like, <laughs> that one, that's not uh, happening. You know, <laughs> uh, I can, that I can must be like fire. Um, and it was a good 10 or 15 years ago before I ever experienced it myself. Uh-huh. And then I loved it. I, mean, I, I don't think it's that bad. I th- so to this day, now I think the other sub was just wussing out. <laughs> so <laughs> like, wow. Oh, this isn't bad. Shots. <laughs> what are you? Fire. <laughs> what are you complaining about? <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> so. And see, now that's you an love un- it. unsubstantiated fear. 
Ooh, right. big word. Yeah, thank you. I, Can you I spell unsubstantiated? Ups- unsubstantiated. That's O B. <laughs> Sub. S-U-B. Can you be undomstantiated <laughs> or just unsubstantiated? <laughs> You're hilarious. Well, I think that that's actually a really good uh, pivot. Pivot. Unfounded fears. Pivot on getting over fears. Oh. And or having fears and not knowing how to work through them. Okay. Like, so for instance, what did you do to get over the fear of bloody murder that literally scared you away from Icy Hot? Um, it was just the person I was with and and the the contact, the bond we had formed and it was something he wanted to do and I was like, oh, okay. And and then it was great. And so you you would say that trying it more than once was helpful. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like whipping. Yeah. Whip it real good. <laughs> Whip it a couple times. <laughs> well, so I wanted to kind of yeah. So trying things a second time, trying it with people you trust, building trust and building up to certain things that you want to do. Like you don't just surprise fisting. Like that, that's not just a zero to sixty sort of thing or zero to five. I guess one, two, three, four, five. Maybe less if they have less fingers, but you know, no judgment. Um, did you get it to five? I, I rarely get anything. Are, are you fisting? What's not happening? right now, <laughs> and definitely not on uh, on video. But maybe later. Who knows, Daddy? What? Are you afraid of fisting? I'm not afraid of it. I just my whole physically no, can't no. do it. <laughs> and then there's I, also I like fear fisting of other people. Realistic fears. <laughs> Realistically, of you know you're not going to be able to do it. That's not happening. <laughs> A five-finger fear, some might say. No, but um, I think that there's absolutely stantiated or realistic fears that we can't always work through by ourselves. So I think this is another, like, just down-to-earth chat about, like, therapists exist around sex if you have a fear of sex or if you've had bad experiences. Um, and, and to that, be clear, we're not therapists. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Spoiler alert, but also caveat, like content warning we're not therapists we don't we are not licensed we are just professional we're, perverts we're just experienced in sex life which is also available on saferchop.com the professional perv no um <laughs> we've just had a lot of sex yeah so we've had experiences that we want you guys to learn from i i'm not saying to do crazy things like i did at my young age because i didn't have any resources back then that provided conversations like this that warned you about things that you should avoid or do differently so, yeah, oh, you're welcome. No, <laughs> and lots of people don't have the community that we were fortunate enough to have around yeah. us as we were coming to age to explore the things that made us afraid in a safe way. And there are lots of people living in places where they want to, but there's no one they can trust to do it. Um, so mm-hmm. finding a community is important. Yeah, finding a community, uh, building a community if you don't have one around you. Um, and again, seeking out help if you do need help is absolutely valid and normal and recommended, uh, at least from me. I think therapy is a good thing. Therapy is not a, a failure. It is growth and it is positive and it, it can be really good if you embrace it and you find someone that you can actually work with. Having a sex positive therapist is important. Yeah. And keep in mind, if you are getting most of your uh, <laughs> sex drive needs met through uh porn <laughs> oh that's not realistic or 
real most of the time that is fantasy that they're doing and portraying mm-hmm. um and real life does not equate to that exactly well and see this is where we get into the whole like uh, age appropriate sex education and porn literacy which is a whole other topic maybe i want to do a video be next on week's it podcast maybe maybe <laughs> i have a whole i have this this presentation i did at a, a convention for actual doctors like trained doctors to talk about like porn and sex such a fun place um and i got paid which was nice but i had uh, yeah we'll, we'll talk about this another time i think okay. it's a really good topic porn literacy look it up it's a thing but um just to kind of to to bring us to the tail end of this five finger conversation um i think it's also realistic and should be noted that fears are valid yeah Fe- fears happen if you're if you're not afraid of something there might be something wrong with you actually <laughs> Fears are normal. We all have fears, whether it's sex related or not. Fear happens. Should we put that on a shirt? Probably like, not. Yeah. <laughs> Fear happens. But just have a picture of Connor McGuire just saying. No, I th- see mm. smells like fear was such a weird name for a porn, too. Yeah, that's that's. What's your favorite porn title? No, oh you God. don't have to have one of those titles. Well, my th- my. What about Fear Factor? That was actually a good title. <laughs> and people loved the shit out of that show. Yeah, they did. Oh my God, eating bugs. Yeah, putting people into like snake pits. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other. Crazy Ooh, things. I have a fear of that. Thank God that's not a fetish. Of snakes? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Good to know. What? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> but also, if you if you are looking for help, if you need something more immediate. Maybe you can't afford a therapist. There are also hotlines, places you can go for people that might have had bad experiences of sex or trauma. Uh, RAIN comes to mind, R-A-I-N-N, which is the National Sexual Assault Telephone Hotline, um, which is actually at RAIN, R-A-I-N-N dot org, or at the 800 number, 800-656-HOPE. Just as a just as a one last little like if you need help, it's okay to ask for it and you should ask for it and we're giving you permission and telling you you're valid. So I, Good I to can, know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know that I could end or bring up anything else. Daddy, do you want to scare everyone else with some anything else before we end the podcast? <laughs> what what's scary about me? I'm, well, I just I'm I just meant in general. Like, do you want to tell them that taxes are coming? Do you I don't oh know? What do, you, what do you want to scare him with? Oh Jesus! Just <laughs> I just got all, my first. All you letter. have to do is turn on the news. That okay. Wow! <laughs> great. And now I'm going to turn off the podcast here. But before I do that, Daddy, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, you can find me most places, MrChristopher.com or Christopher Weston. Uh, and you can find me everywhere at PuppyAmp. Uh, this has been What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast. It's got a few kinks. We are almost at like 250 reviews on iTunes, which is ridiculous. So if you listen to us on iTunes, give us a review. If you're listening on Spotify, hey, Spotifyers. Is that what we, is that, I wonder if that's what Spotify people call themselves. Are you asking me? Well, you know how YouTubers exist? Like YouTube people are YouTubers. Are Twitchers Twitchers? I don't know, actually. Is it too new to have those terminologies? Um. I think they would just say I do Twitch, but what do you what what do Spotifyers do? Are they Spotify? Anyway, wow. Tangent. <laughs> and this has been what's your safe word? Daddy, I didn't ask you what your safe word was. <gasps> oh my god. What's your safe word? Fire. Ah wait, what? No, ah, fire. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, you forgot to ask what you want them to do next week. Well, what do you want them to do next week? Try something that you're afraid of. <gasps> Ooh. Oh,